kids to bed, dad's home. We are the DWO podcast, representing the dad world order. I am the handsome head of household, Mr. Magnificent Mike Martin. With me, as always, the rest of the patriarch pack. He is the big, bad, bearded daddy. He is big rig Eric Murphy. Give me a shell, yeah. Oh, shell, yeah. Oh, and him? He's the perpetual mid Carter and the two-time world record holder. He is the wrestling t-shirt guy, Cephas. Hey, little Check for everybody. Look at DMD. The DMD. That is a that's an all that's an uh elite crate exclusive, is it not? Yeah, I believe so. It's so hard for me to remember where in the hell I got shirts from. <laughs> right. Like, it really is. Like I'm like, well, I'm sure I think I got it from there. I don't know. It it, it is. I got the same one because I remember <laughs> taking it out of the box and Emmy yelling at me, put it back in the box. Why do you have that? <laughs> put bunny back in the box. Uh, back when Britt was have you got your and... crate yet? No, mine says still in transit. Same. Same. They take forever. I don't like it. But anyway. Wow. Wow. Enough about wow. crates. As Mr. Magnificent said, we are the DWO Podcast. Tonight we have with us a recurring guest now. For the second time, the president of wrestling, Bill Stamper. Thank you sure for having me. And thank you. And, and Mr. Head of Household, can I say what a wonderful choice of t-shirt you have on this evening. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Like, Beautiful. Like, you Beautiful. Know, I, sometimes you just got to represent. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Love the new design, too. Yeah. I always try to pick up a new one. We I think the best way to people. properly represent right now or to be to wear a actual live flame because Revolver's on freaking fire right now. <laughs> Whoa. Like, oh, my God. Not just like all the events we've announced. Like in my brain, it, it's hard sometimes because it's like, I know things, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and and I'm really excited about the fact. Like, we not only do we have this Thursday coming up, not only are we going to be back in Dallas uh, for our third event in Dallas next month in just a couple of weeks, then we're back in in Iowa, then we have Mania Week um, with House of Glory in Philly. Like, it's Still in Philly, and it like in Philadelphia. I love you guys are getting in on that action. I, you know, when there was that, I'm not gonna lie, there was that little bit of like hesitation, like, should we? Is it like an overcrowded market? Like, and we, because we used to, we it used to be a staple. We were part, we had, uh, 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 oh my gosh, pancakes and pile drivers. I was gonna say a totally different name yeah. for that in a second. Uh, we had pancakes and pile drivers. And so, um, we were a staple. And then it was funny because we had the first pancakes and pile drivers where we actually had pancakes. And then every venue after that screwed us and wouldn't let us have pancakes. Oh, you're violating the like New York Union rules when it comes to food and you can't have the pancakes. Um, New Orleans, Party City. Oh, I'm sorry. The syrup might make too much of a mess on the concrete floor. So we we had to get, we gave people dry pancakes. Oh. I was going to say, that, dude, the New Day threw pancakes of people in every arena in the country. Right. Around the world. So I, now we're back. <laughs> i tell you this much. I, I I was planning on taking my kids to WrestleMania this year, but for some reason, and I think it's just probably because it's 40, the ticket prices are insanely elevated this year. Oh, yeah. So 
we kind of have decided to, you know, really kind of put all our money into uh, Squared Circle Expo this year. But I was just talking to Rig this weekend, man. I might drive to Philadelphia for Revolver. That's how fucking hot this fucking company is. We're contemplating driving to Philly, not going to WrestleMania, and going to fucking Revolver. That says something big right there. I know we're fucking marks, and not everyone's that ridiculous, but even ridiculous marks, this is rare. You know what I mean? Dude, Emmy was just talking to me today asking uh, about WrestleMania because I kind of told her, you know, our original plan was to go. Um, but you know, ticket prices were so high, and I was like, But Revolver's having a show in Philadelphia the very same weekend, so we could do a road trip for that. She was like, Yeah, let's just do that. Like, because she, <laughs> she loves coming to those shows and everything. And well, bro, I uh, mean, the intensity's right there with it, you know what I mean? You may not be yeah. with 70,000 people, but so, what up, Josh? Hey, Josh, can't wait to see you, buddy. You, you're not with 70,000 people, man, but you're with you know. 70,000 decibels, you know what I mean? It still feels intense. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, after like, I don't know, I mean, after SummerSlam, like I'm wondering, I I know what the, the, the feel and the atmosphere is at a Revolver show, you know, and, and knowing what that big pay-per-view on that large scale feels like, man. It just, you know, being part of the crowd was electric, but in terms of like being like witnessing the show, it just, you know, yeah. I felt, felt so far removed. There's a difference with WrestleMania, and I've been to a lot of shit, and I and that's not just me being biased. That's legit. There is a different aura with WrestleMania that's almost like I can't. It's Super Bowl. It's you know, it's the World Series. It's this is history. Yeah, there's only one of these every year. You know what I mean? Like so, it, there is a level of holy shit. It's WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't know what it is about it, but it definitely does have a different aura. So I still feel like at some point we need to feel it, but I feel like 41 would be a lot cheaper. <laughs> Especially if it's going to be in Tennessee. I don't know if they've announced it officially yet, but if it's going to be in the new Tennessee stadium, dog, shit. We can Ooh, stay for- that, that'd be interesting. SummerSlam in Cleveland? I'll go. I've heard that. That'd be, that'd heard be interesting them true. doing that because they just did it in Detroit last year, doing it so close. Yeah, but you they did it go somewhere MGK else? there not that long ago too, wasn't it? I want to say they yeah. did that in the same in Cleveland. It would be nice if they did, you know, the summer event in a more moderate temperate climate. So, but maybe they should be doing that with WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> so, before we go too deep into too deep into Revolver and stuff, I want to ask about a rumor I've heard a lot about being the 40th anniversary of Hulk Hogan slamming Iron Sheik. Today, actually, 12324 is the 40th anniversary. Um, my question is, is Hulk Hogan going to show up in the fucking Rumble? Can he take an over-the-top bump? No. Does he, does he become no. like the Iron Sheik in the gimmick battle royal? And he just... <laughs> Listen, so bad. I, I don't know. The only part I'd like to see of that is just here in Real American in 2024. That's all I want to hear. Yeah. I think you wrong. know that I'm, pop would be insane. But I can't wait for the Rumble. I've been excited for years. I always have a party every year, which, Phil, if you ain't doing shit Saturday, you're more than welcome. It's in Hamilton, Fairfield area. Uh, but uh, I have a big party every year, and I give out prizes and shit. This year, man, I, it's one of the years where I have no fucking idea who's winning it. Everybody's saying, oh, it could be punk. Oh, it could be, you know, fucking 45 Gunther. other different Drew McIntyre, Gunther, yeah. 
there's so many people that it could reasonably be. Okada? Yes. Ooh. I don't think Ooh. he's going to win. I think he might be there, but I don't think he's going to win. I would shit my pants if it was Okada. Thank you, Seth. It was a gift from my sister. She's awesome. Yeah, see, that's the thing, Josh. They are planning a Monday Night Raw 40th anniversary show, but it's also, you know, you got to think that's in Tampa, and I'm pretty sure the the Royal Rumble, where is the Royal Rumble at right now? It's in uh, Tampa. It's in Clearwater. Yeah, it's in Joe Rock. Okay, so then there you go. Everything's in Southern Florida where Mm -hmm. Hogan lives. You know what I mean? He has a beach shop there. Everything's down there. It, it, you know, I just, it makes sense, man. I could see him going over the top. Like, there had to be like super mats on the hey. fucking outside so his hip doesn't shatter into a million pieces. The, 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 the big inflatable <laughs> mat that's underneath the table for Shane McMahon. I mean, yeah. what? I think he might yeah. be cheered this time. I've talked about it before. At WrestleMania 35, when he first came back post N word Hogan, whew, the boo in New York City was immense you go back and watch it on the uh the network now it's not so bad it's it sounds well i mean remember what was the one in tampa bay where they paired him up with titus o'neill to make him like yeah that was 37 yeah yeah Yeah. he still got booed at that try to smooth things over yeah it was like a a pirate oh and uh, and also (laughs) you know totally not related at all the wwe is a master of sound manipulation (laughs) a <laughs> little bit the, the hell oh no mike's lighting my light guy just didn't look as magnificent as normal there for a second i i had not heard about this one that'd be cool though i'd love to see Brando. i heard rikishi little, so little bronco buster would be awesome what is going on your light is dead i know now you're oh, just no. mr all right <clears throat> So we actually already kind of did. It's gonna be De Niro um, for the rest of the show. There you go. I'm I'm purposefully not wearing big rig. I've joined I've joined you. I am now one of the one of the glasses wearers. I've I've, yeah? had, to, I've had to succumb. But I they're literally brand new. I just got them like a week ago, but I either have to sit like this in front of a computer or <laughs> I have or I have a different pair for driving. I don't have like a this range. Yeah. I'm really like. I mean, I don't, you could be one of one of the salesmen I work with has special monitors that like blow up because he's like blind as a bat, oh, and he he has a magnifying glass to look at the letters on his phone. He'll be he'll be like at his computer like. It's the <laughs> Unfortunately, thing not that bad. Like even without glasses, I yeah. can like I can totally read everything. I just have to like focus a little harder, but like. I might be experiencing something called ocular migraines, which are ridiculous and crazy and like, oh, special Ooh. flashing lights are happening. Hey, <laughs> getting old's awesome. Yay. I, I don't know what I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm the friggin' immortal president <laughs> of wrestling. I will never change. I will always be Phil. That's okay. right. Well, well you know, sometimes, die. you know, maybe is, is oh, that wow. a, a is that a symptom of uh Getting a bunch of skewers to the dome. That possibly that, we don't we don't we don't talk we don't. Well, do we, it's gone. There's no holes anymore. Do we I, talk about the video you uploaded? Like it never happened. Holding the bottle. Do we talk about that. Is that off limits? We we can we can we could you know I might. Yeah. Have, hey, I might who have, hasn't who hasn't been there? Who hasn't had one of them kind of nights? Right. I've never posted a video like I that. I might not have a conscious memory of having that. 
video. This is horse shit. But <laughs> I apparently made a video. Yeah. Uh, you did. Okay. I mean, let, let, you know, uh, let's call things where things are at. You know, last time, last time we saw each other, um, uh, you know, maybe JT was a little mad. Um, you know, we fought finally, finally, it's going to be the unit versus Sammy and Jessica. And, and, and we get there and where is Allie? And so, you know, we had a last second scramble. We get a fill in with Damian Chambers. Well, then comes Sammy. Watch this horse shit. And so out comes not Jessica. And that was the worst Sammy Callahan, by the way. Uh, I not, love everybody's different impressions of him. It makes right? me smile. Probably, like, by, by Thursday at 2 p.m., I will probably be talking like Sammy Callahan. It would be great. Um, and, and out comes not Jessica. Havoc that nobody had seen in over a year. And, and so things were off the rail. At one point, JT's about to get stabbed. I push another way. I get stabbed. He still gets pile driven by Sammy Callahan, Cactus Driver, and loses. Understandably mad. And while I'm half concussed because, you know, he rang me with his elbow and I have skewers sticking out of my head, he fires me. He's a bullshit. He's, he's totally, you know, he was upset. I understand he was upset. I understand he was mad. Things happen. It's, we're we're in a business where things get heated really fast. Totally sure. get it. It's but, a violence-centered business. Exactly. But I but I know what they want. You know, I know what JT wants as my as my guy. I know what Sammy wants. You know, I'm the executive vice president of Revolver. I know how to set this right. So fine. You two want to tear each other apart? Do it in a last man standing match. And that's what we got right here. This Thursday. So, are you going to be in JT's corner? I'm always in JT's corner. Is the unit going to be a unit? You know what? Come this Thursday, we're going to be live on Fight. I'm, or excuse me, on Triller, because you know now Fight's Triller on Triller. So, yeah. it, I'm excited just the fact that we're going to be there because that's just. I'm not saying the order of the card to come, but like that's just the start of things that we're going to talk about. They're going to happen this Thursday. Because this this whole event, and I just dropped my light, Mike. This is awful. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, you're we're having all down. kinds of problems. Um, See, like, Josh is going with Sammy, man. Uh, Josh, ooh. you're wrong. Josh, you're just wrong. Like I want, I want JT to be the last man standing over the decapitated corpse of Sammy Callahan as I'm driving skewers into his head. I mean, what's wrong with that picture? I think that's a little fucking extreme. Just a little bit. I mean, there's, there's going to be kids in the crowd, decapitated heads. It's either going to be that or the fact that, you know, Sammy, who backed away from a bet that he made me that the Ravens wouldn't beat the Bengals. And you know what? Guess what? You lost, buddy. And he's yet to own up to the bet that he made. I didn't make it. He made it. And he is yet to wear the Ravens jersey at a revolver event. And he did that to himself. Well, listen to this hot take. I think this needs to be an added stipulation. JT loses. Bill joins Sammy ah. and leaves the unit. Oh, that's brilliant. I, no, no. <laughs> like, I have to work with, okay. Like, I work with Sammy, and that's the whole, that's the whole contention between us, right? Like, I have known Sammy for friggin' ever. 
And and you know what? I'll consider Sammy a friend, but the fact that sometimes he is more Sammy Callahan than just friend Sammy. And I want to punch Sammy Callahan repeatedly in the face until I start blacking out. Like and 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 I can't take the Midwestern pirate, like only but so much. And the, and you know, we come together to work together and we don't always get along. We don't always agree. And that is the root of a lot of the contention that we have. And and the Midwestern pirate. I don't know, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like Sammy Callahan, Space Cat. Uh, one of my favorite shirts is my Sammy Callahan Space Cat shirt. It's a fucking great shirt. Let's light it on fire on top of Sammy's corpse. No! I collect, I collect wrestling shirts, sir. I have shirts that should not even be worn. Period. Fair. Maybe. Oh, what up, Crash? How goes it? Can we see you on Thursday, no, it's, Big it's not, That's not Crash. That's Crashay. 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 Oh, crash excuse it. me. Don't so, church it up. Your name's Crash. So I gotta, I gotta ask you your opinion on this because I, I just recently came into a whole bunch of older WWE and ECW and WCW shirts, mm-hmm. and one of them is a Chris Benoit shirt. Can I wear that in my gimmick with that not being too? You know what I mean? Did you not just see my body language? Just totally. That's what I'm saying. And I feel the same um, thing, but I'm like, oh, I'm so, the wrestling T-shirt guy, though. For a long time. I was like, I don't know how to process, you know, all of that. Still, to this day, in many, in I many respects, don't I, I don't know if I've ever, I don't think I told you guys this story. I actually got, uh, I, I worked at a school, chief of police, we're all talking, it's the day after everything had happened. And, immediately. Right? And, and <laughs> our chief of police, we're starting to talk about what happened, and I'm saying, oh, here's things I've heard about, here's things online, you know, I'm in the wrestling community, da 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 we're all leaving to go back to work. He's like, you're not going anywhere. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know more than you're letting on. We're we're talking about this murder. I was like, I- I'm just telling you what I saw online, sir. Like, like I got detained for half a minute like, to talk about the Chris Benoit murder. Because he thought I knew things. Oh, shit. I'm like, oh, my That's God. That's crazy. No, um, I'm just I'm in the wrestling community. We talk about stuff. Right. Um, yeah. uh, but I have for for a different podcast. I I w- did a rewatch of like a WCW pay per view, and I'm watching, I'm watching, and out comes it was a it was one of the Chris Benoit versus Booker T best of seven series, oh. and like all like it without even like phasing all of a sudden my whole body was like, uh, oh, no. what do I do? Like I, it was <laughs> like, the weirdest sensation because it was the first time I actually like seen him again since all of that yeah. had happened, and it was like I feel. Just I, something in me was like, I don't like this feeling that I'm feeling right mm-hmm. now. Like, I, this is not this is not good. So, like, for in my own brain, like that was the day. I was like, okay, I think I get like we're done. Like, this is over. I mean, like, but does like like this is kind of the discovery and like the you know the the more they've learned about CTE and stuff like that. I mean, that I, I feel like that kind of helps lessen the blow a little bit because I mean, nobody in their in their sane mind and everybody that knew him talked about how much he loved his family. Yeah, and something like that was just completely somebody else and i mean that is just a, a you know such a stark characteristic of of you know that that brain trauma that comes with cte i so, i mean not making excuses right. at the same time i'm asking if if if, if if in today's landscape if it's not in, more accepted but maybe the blow is a little duller in, in one horrible way it brought attention to cte and the realization of like what it could do and how it could impact in 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 one respect the other respect is 
he still did things even if his he wasn't fully in charge of his his mental capacity he yeah, still right. had options and choices and still made decisions and yeah yeah i mean he was still able to walk talk get on a flight like he was about to leave he's texting people th- like he was still in con- some level of control and he made those right choices. and that's yeah i mean I, I think i think this is a good you can acknowledge someone was extremely talented without condoning or excusing their actions yeah yeah see but at the same time though i almost i almost have to disagree with that just for the simple fact that what he did was abhorrent you know what i mean and if you you talk about like with what uh, paul Heyman said three people died that night only one had a choice yeah and and while he and like like the comment that that crash put in here too while ct is serious there's been thousands with ct that have never murdered anyone that's true and and that is a it's it's the, the roughest thing in the world because before uh, you know, all this happened. He was my guy. Chris Benoit was my guy. That was my 100. That was the only time in my whole like adult life that I took time off of watching wrestling was right after that happened. Mm-hmm. And it, it was devastating to me. And I don't You're right, man. I don't know how to feel about it at all. It used to be when people asked what my favorite WrestleMania match was. It was Benoit, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. And, and now both in the fact there's better matches and you know that happened i don't bring that match up at all and it sucks man because it was such a great moment especially at the end with eddie and and benoit but it's so tainted now and And that's where i'm worried about wearing the shirt because i am a historian with the shirts i've worn original bwo shirts and i've worn wcw shirts that are older than my wife but i don't know if i can wear it or not so i the, the fact you have the shirt alone <clears throat> to what you just said, you're a wrestling historian. Look at the impact he had on the wrestling side of things. Like, uh, totally get that. I'm, I'm, I am so right there with that. Th- but then do you wear it? Do you, like, walk it outside? <laughs> like, th- I think then there's, like, having it is one thing. Because you're right. There's a, this historical connection to what the person did on a positive note and the positive impact he had. But then on, like, he, actually, he did something really atrocious. And, yeah. like, so then that, I don't feel, should be put on parade. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying you would great. I don't think you as a person would be like, oh, look at this. You know, I, I don't see you doing it. Other than like, look at the historic fact of this shirt. And, you know, it's from the day. Like, I think I get where you would be coming from. But at the same time, like somebody just seeing it, not knowing the connection would be like. Like there would, there would be a slow motion, like, OK, like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it'd be um, very polarizing. it's it's yeah. it's come a long way. Oh, since, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look that at- happened. Look at Giovanni Vinci uh, just a couple yeah. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He got hurt and they immediately stopped the match. Things had they things... they'll stop a match for a potential concussion, even if they don't earn Austin Theory sure. and Carmelo Hayes. Um, the performance yeah. center actually. Um, so you know, when when the WB hires some folks, you know, they're sort of across the spectrum of athletics. Some are not from like the world of wrestling, they're from other other sports, and so they're like from the beginning training people. So they train people with headgear on how to bump. So to make sure that yeah. there's not cranial impacts. Um, and I've seen other some some training centers do that. We're, you know, there is no at that point. You know, there is no standard of training in the United States. Like every state has the same thing. And some people might be like, "What do you mean?" It's like because schools do things differently. And and even at the state level, like states that do have uh, licensing requirements for promotions and wrestlers, don't have like this is what you need to be to be a training center um, yeah. license. And and. So people train people differently. Um, and and 
I think for the individuals that have been impacted by it and seen their friends who've had very bad impacts, um, they know the real reality of what can happen from somebody who gets a really bad concussion and what can go horribly wrong off the yeah. simplest thing um, on any given day. And, and, you know, I was joking about crash egg cause we have crash Jackson and look, look what happened to crash crash took a bump and, I mean, broke his arm. and, broke his arm. Yeah. and so like, and he's out. And so, you know, I don't, I don't, befoul anybody because they get injured i'm not yeah. on that point like oh he got a cte that made him a bad person and i but i also you know did, did a tribute absolutely but he again like you said and how paul hammond said like there was a choice between three people and it was only you know one person made the choice for three people yeah yep. i don't know absolutely. i feel like it's just gonna have to sit on the shelf man i feel like i'm leaning more towards not at first i was like fuck yeah i'm wearing it you know but now i'm more I think about it. Yeah. Maybe a 10 I, I would have on the side you. of shelf personally. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, Maybe could... you 10 years ago would have would have wore it and said F it all and you know what I mean? But yeah. I got kiddos, man. I don't want my kiddos to ever think that I might have been supportive of who he ended up being. If somebody asked me how I felt about his wrestling career, I'm gonna fucking wanna give it all the roses I possibly can, but Chris Benoit, the person, man, obviously was, you know. I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of discussion has happened, you know, in other er areas of our life, especially here in the United States, about like what do we remember about things to, or things about people in the past and the decisions they made in context of the time that they made them. And it's like, do you forget about the entire history of the person and the impact they had in one respect, and then completely disregard the horrible things they did? How do you talk about the whole experience of a person? and what they did positive and negative because if people aren't just good people aren't just bad here is the lifeline you know they had they sort of had both um and i've seen how like uh i've seen how some schools have covered covered it who've had names of people associated that may have had a tremendous impact to the history of the country but then might have owned other people and yeah and, and how do you rectify that how do you talk about that and people are we're still figuring we're figuring this out 200 years later like and so it, that's, it is a hard conversation. It is a very hard conversation to have. But I think you can do both. I think you can say, like, here's the positive. But big old negative happened, too. It's a person. You know, what are people going to look at us in, in 200 years and be like, what did they do, say? What was part of our regular culture that in 200 years are like, ah, uh, like. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah you think, I, I mean, just, just going back to the way things were done in the 80s you know there's a lot of people that don't like how things were done back then you know not not even necessarily 200 years ago just going back you know 30 40 years right it's like mm, well uh i mean you go back and watch old hell go back and watch old wwf pay-per-views there's some things on there that you're like oh that's dicey you know especially <laughs> some of the early 98 anti-gay humor oh there my god yeah King yeah. saying the F word a lot. There was really? definitely a lot of, oh yeah, dude, you go back and watch it. There was like a whole, uh, like half-assed story of King calling Bret Hart gay. Like, you know, right before oh. the kiss, the kiss the foot thing. Yeah. Dude, there oh, yeah, was he, a, there was one, I can't remember what show it was, but it stuck with me because I think me and Mike, Mike, me and you were watching it. We, I think we were going back and wanting to watch one of the old like Brett Owen matches. I think you know what I'm going to say. And it was, <laughs> it was a, it was a tag team match, or it might even been a trios. 
but it was a match. It was a, like no DQ, whatever. And Ahmed Johnson was on one of the teams and it was, they literally wrapped a rope around his neck and like dragged him around the ring. And it was like, that's a really not good image. Like what? This was a thing. Like, and it was like in the nineties. Yeah. And it was just like, whoa, like I didn't, you know, because I was a kid back then. You don't think about that stuff, but you watch it now and you're like, Ugh. Yeah. Um, different world, man. Different yeah. world we yeah. live in these days. Just yeah. going to bring it up. Mox dove back there. He did. I, Dude, there's a ghost in the wire tonight, buddies. I'm telling you, all, man, kinds, all kinds of little something's going on. What, what do you mean? Mox dove? What happened? Did it, Mox fell off the wall oh, back there. Oh, so yeah, no, like, I see it. Okay. It's almost like he was avoiding Gringo. It's like because we were oh. going to talk about that here soon because we were going to talk about this show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's scared of him, so we'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's another good I'm, point. I'm, There's old NFL videos that every clip is a penalty in today's game. So yeah, 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 very true. I mean, they were, when they started the game. Let's face it, they were wearing like basically just a leather hat. Like yeah. yeah. Oh, you go back and watch old like Jack Tatum videos of him just absolutely taking people's heads off playing the Oakland Raiders in the 70s. Glass eaters. Yeah. 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 People would never play again because they got one crazy hit. Yeah, pretty much. Um so between so between the three of you, you know, since you since you guys brought it up, Mox Mox versus Gringo. And does Mox fear Gringo? Between the three of you, do you think? Mox Gringo. You know a secret. You know a secret that I already shared with you before that we have planned for the show. So I obviously believe it. But I'm gonna tell you why I believe it. And this isn't a knock against Mox because I think Mox is great. Mox is great for what he is. I don't fear. I don't think that he fears him. I feel that he's trepidatious with him because I feel like he may not be able to hang with Gringo on a technical level. I believe that Gringo also may fail to hang with Mox on an aggression and ruthless level. So that's why I I said with with our interview with uh, Gringo a few weeks ago, I'm worried for both of them because I feel like Mox is going to elevate his technical shit to so he could do a Spanish fly if he needs to, you know? And then I feel like, like Gringo said, he's going to bring out that side of him that people don't often see. So I'm, I'm a little worried how they're going to elevate each other. It's going to be an interesting match and I'm going to be right there antagonizing Mr. John Moxley. Good, good luck with that. Um, (laughs) I mean, they're both for what they do in wrestling. They're both so tremendously innovative. Like you see things out of both of them that you don't expect from um, um, either one of them in sort of the genres that they do. Like, yeah, Some other people are like, well, look, he's this luchador, but look what he does. And look how he implements some of the things that he does. Look what, look at his match he just had with Jake Chris. And like, mm-hmm. not just the fact that here he is doing, quote, lucha moves. They're going through tables. And look at the aggression level he built up. And then here's yeah. Moxley, and you watch him, and he goes into a blood sport and wrestles. And like, yeah. and you're like, what? Wait, this isn't the Moxley. I, I was expecting the big brawler. And of course, you can big brawl. That's the thing. Like, you're going to see both. What you, what you know what these guys could do and then a whole other level of innovation because they're going to bring something out of each other with the different kinds of styles and approaches that I think both of them have. Yeah, I mean, I watched Mox set up a brick and break Hangman's back on it. Like, 
if you want to be an innovator <laughs> of violence, you'd learn from John Moxley. You know what I mean? I've seen Gringo twisting power bomb two people off a top rope. Like, you know, it's just both of them, like you said, do mind blowing things in their respective like specialities, but they can, you know, like you said, my, uh, Gringo can go through tables and get violent if he needs to. Same with Mox. Like, we've seen him wrestle in Bloodsport. We've seen him, he shoot wrestles jujitsu tournaments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So, before we go too far and, and end up, uh, you know, at our one hour mark, I wanted to get your thoughts. We, we got all the graphics for all the matches here. I want to get your thoughts on a couple of these, man. But this one right here, and I don't know if you have history with any of the people that we're going to go over or anything. So, I don't, you know what I mean? There's some people that you may have a history with that I'm unaware. But this particular match here, I, ah, that's another one where I'm worried for both competitors, man. Is I, I'm scared of what they're going to do to each other. So what's, what's interesting is because this also connects then to what's happening in the world tag team title match. And exactly. so here is red who just won the tag titles off of SGC with help, of course, with Macklin and killer Kelly, but Mance wasn't there when it happened. Exactly. And so now Mance is pissed off. Mance who you're seeing a Mance already gets pissed off when you don't expect it and can brawl with the best of them. And we're seeing a whole other side to Vance. If you're paying attention to some mm -hmm. things that happen in the wrestling world. And so now Mac, he's going against Macklin Macklin who doesn't Macklin either is on or off. Like he's, he's either full intensity or he's asleep. Like there is no, yeah. there is no like Macklin is, there's insane. no in between. Yeah. Macklin is intense. He's insane. And Mance isn't necessarily always there. And they're both brutal. Dude. Yeah. I, I so I posted that the you guys posted the hype video for that. I think it was earlier today. Mm -hmm. And I watched it and just in that hype video, like every clip in that is from a different match of theirs. And I remember seeing all of them and I'm like, "Oh shit, I forgot they did that. I forgot to and I'm I just immediately posted it to the story on Instagram and I was like, this is going to be brutal. Like that's all there is to it." Yeah. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> they're just they're two guys that just love to fight, man. And not just fists. Like, we're going to do it to one of us. That should be a last man standing match, you know? Like, that's oh, what it's going to end up being. Yeah. What's that? It might it might be. I was like, that's already yeah. taken. But it might be. You, like, you, I, you might have to cart them out. Yeah, I mean. So we were, we were talking about this last time. Uh, and I'm going to bring this comment up. Do you think we might see the breakup of SGC. Um, I mean, if they don't win this match right here, I mean, these guys, they're boys. Like, you know, they've, they travel together. They're everywhere together. I, you know, that would take a lot for that to happen. But yeah. in this match, if you look at this graphic, it's like, this is like its own Venn diagram, right? Like, Oh my God, dude, you, you have red who took the titles from SGC. You have the SGC that took the titles from the rascals. You have the rascals who, um, in GYC, uh, GYCs or GYVs debut took on the rascals because they had animosity from things that happened in NXT with Zachary Wentz. And so yeah. like now you want to GYV wants to be there to grind everybody else into dust. Everybody wants revenge against the other person. And you almost have to give the advantage to red because they're sitting back. Oh, well, we have the titles. It's so and crazy how brilliantly this is booked. Like I, 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 I give Sammy credit all the damn time, but this is like, when I saw this come out, I was like, Oh yes. Like, 
You know, we I feel like Dayton gets spoiled as it is, but damn, dude, that is a what is hot on the independent circuit tag team wise, all versus each other, right there. Yeah, I thank you for saying that because you know, with Revolver and some things behind the scenes, like both there's a whole bunch of us who are managing like our social media or emails and all that stuff. And every time we announce a match for anywhere we're going, the first thing I see is a comment going, I wish you was here. And I'm like, yes, we wish it too. We can't book everybody every time, all the time, every place. Yeah. We got it. We get, we're trying to make, we're trying to make it where we can. That's, that's why you got to travel, follow them. Right. Right. And that's why we feel very lucky that we live so very close to Dayton and that we took a chance on revolver. And absolutely fell in love with it, our very first show. So we're we trying, we trying to sponsor this this fucking show till our sponsor money is not worth you guys at all. Even <laughs> You're like, shit, we don't fucking need that, dude. I'm still gonna try to give it to y'all. Like, you know, no, then, here. We'll just, then we'll just then we'll just come hang out. We need um, the dad world order though. Like yeah. we need you guys. Oh, we're in. We're in. Like we love being there, and our, I think our favorite thing is especially in Dayton because that's our you know home turf we sit in those same seats every time now like ever since that's we started the sponsorship spot. that's our spot and we almost feel like we have a responsibility being right there not that we'd ever just sit there on our you know with our hands under our signs yeah but we have a responsibility that's right by the entrance man that's the first thing people see right before a match like we need to bring that energy fucking energy yeah the the video the shot of the signs you guys brought with uh um cardona yeah my, my, cardona. my brain like die there for half a second um the image of the card yeah we did that in all iowa one, we did it in iowa those, all of those signs though and here's matt cardona and it like was the, like, an, like a visual echo chamber and it was like this is amazing um yeah. hey, and you got and you guys this guy right here I mean, that was that was beautiful. Like it, it was like if if wrestling could bring a tear to your eye because of the visual aesthetic, like that was yeah. a moment that like could bring a tear to your eye. Listen, I I don't want to reveal too much. I really don't because I don't want it to get out between don't. people. Then don't. But there are sixty this time. Whatever whatever sign I made this time, I made thirty Double last it. time for for sixty, tr- 60 trust and fill signs, right? I, there's definitely a trust and fill sign. I don't know if there's 60 of them, uh, but there are 60 of a certain sign that I feel like is really going to fucking get someone's goose. So we'll see. I just hope I don't get smacked in the mouth. He's got one of those signs in his collection. A couple Dude, people brought him home that night. There was like a seven-year-old kid that had one and, and Matt Cardona tore it up. And then he ended up finding another sign that I think his dad had got it signed by Matt Cardona and they took it home. And he was telling me as we walked out, he's like, dude, that kid's going to keep the sign you made forever. He's like, it's signed by Matt Cardona. He took it home. Matt ripped a sign up in front of him. Like, that's cool. Right. And there were, like you said, the, the visual of that. And we saw, I know Tussle had it. Obviously the live feed had a, had a shot of it. Um, I know somebody there. Somebody backstage had him coming out like that one. Yeah, behind it. That that shot was amazing. And then uh, Allie, Allie Mac had a picture yeah. of him, like the his face, just like the fuck. And like fuck, Mac yeah. Cardona signs everywhere. 
And my favorite comment, Sivas has said this too. There's a comment that says, like, saying, like, Cardona had those planted. And, yeah. like, he made he the signs not. and planted them. And I'm like, no. Because they all look the same. <laughs> no, just just Sivas making 30 signs. <laughs> Like I said, I made 60 signs for one match, and I made I made signs for every match for this particular show, but 60 for one match. So we'll uh, see what kind of crescendo we can get. Got a question for Phil. What are you gonna do when JT Dunn doesn't hire you back? Wow. Like, like if I didn't make it clear before, he was mad. He was mad in the moment. But you know what? I got I gotta make I, I will make it right. I I will absolutely make it right. Okay. Buying a pair of shoes. The kid likes shoes. He does like shoes. It's true. He's, he's, a, he's a little over guy. his head in shoes. Like he needs look, enough you shoes. Try, look, you're going to pick you guys, him up again. Do you guys still play Fortnite together or no? I have never played a game of Fortnite with JT Dunn. What? what? That's whack. I, I, am, I, I, am, uh, I am ranked in Fortnite, and I have never played a game of Fortnite with JT Dunn. Not cool enough. I get it. He's professional now. He's a, he's a real boy. Look at that. Josh's, Josh's son is a JT fan. I mean, right. Josh wants you to join Sammy, though. <laughs> Imagine what you could do together if you combined your powers for awesome. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, you don't need a you don't need a pirate that sounds like a hick. Uh, I. I get it. I mean, the sheer shine coming off of both of your heads as you walk out of the curtain. <laughs> uh, see, now you're going to get heat because you know you can't you can't say that to Sammy. That's a very sad sense. Well, he's usually wearing a hat, so you know. <laughs> hey, I'm trying. I'm trying to get I'm any like, any. I'm like trying to keep what? it together. <laughs> I'm trying to get any reaction I can out of Sammy because he keeps ducking us. I even challenged him to serial talk. And didn't get a single response, so I'm gonna wow. do whatever I can just to get him you, to notice us. You know what I, we need to do, Phil. You need to what you need to do since we're such good buddies. <laughs> you need to challenge Sammy to a match. Okay. And if you win, he has to come on the DWO podcast. I'm you okay know? with that. I <laughs> think I think Sammy is actually afraid to have a match with me. Oh, if, if I had to, you're if I had to this shit. That, like, <laughs> like let, let's face it, like. Sammy will talk about successes he had 20 years ago. And I'm like, I'm still going to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo, by the way. Oh, shit. With metal well, that reminds me, are we doing Submission Hold Sunday on Thursday? Ooh. Maybe. Oh, that's right! <laughs> yes. So, I'll, yes, we I'll be up. Really. I'll be up there early. So, I'm, I'm yeah. open for any and all grapples. Awesome. I have right. something special planned. Oh boy! I'll bring my wrestling. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, so back to the matches before we get too yep. far. Oh, Masha versus oh. Jake. Ah, God damn. damn it! I mean, the last time we saw Jake, something here he has Alan Alan Angels that he's bashing them both sideways, like on the cage yeah. panels on the side of the the ring entrance. Um, like it's nothing. J Jake yeah. something is a beast, and it feels like it's he's. If I can make a horrible comparison, it's like Goku. Like the more he goes, like the stronger he gets. Like, and there's like, where's this limit? Because I've yet to see the strength limit of Jake of Jake something. Meanwhile, Masha backs down from no one. Nobody. 
Masha has an intensity all of her own. And you think Jake, and she's not intimidated by a Jake something who stands like eight inches taller than her. Like, yeah. Bro, not, to, not to mention the performance that he put on this past weekend at TNA Hard to Kill. And then the scramble he won the very next night on TNA Impact. Yeah. He's kicking ass everywhere. So she's fucking brave to be in the fucking ring with him alone, let alone right now. And it's not a pair. I don't think Masha goes, this is brave of me. Masha's like, this is what I'm doing. Like, yeah, the level of intensity. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't back down from anybody. Like, she just had that match in, she had the match in Los Angeles against Jacob Fatu. Jacob Fatu. Yeah. Bro, she's got a resume that no other women on the entire industry, I think, can really say. She just wrestles every big fucking giant dude that they, she could possibly can or tough-ass dude that she can. Her match with Saban, he's not oh. the biggest dude in the world, but that was he beat the shit out of her, and she beat the shit out of him, man. It was fantastic. And she's building such a huge, for me, like when, she first, when I first saw her at Revolver, I was like, cool, Masha. And now I'm like, yes, Masha, if she's on the list. I'm like, I, so it, she's really building a fan base, and it's cool to watch. She's oh, one of those unique talents right. that, I mean, they can get in an intergender match and make you forget that it's an intergender match. Yeah. And I, I know that they've probably wrestled uh, before. I can't name any specific matches, but one match I really would love to see in Revolver is Masha Slamovich versus Jody Threat because those oh. two and the intensity they would bring to that, like, just please, just one time. I'd be so happy. <laughs> also, uh, book Willow Nightingale for fuck's sake, please. Um, I want her versus Manders in a doctor bomb off. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you have against Manders? Um, <laughs> he's the one that suggested it when he was on our show. Um, of course, like we want. Why is my camera horribly out of focus right now? Um, we, yes, like just yes, we want to. It always comes down to availability. That's always the no, biggest I challenge. Know, that we I have. know. I'm just, and like I'm look bitching. Right, there's a lot of people we have on this card. Oh, I know. I'm. I'm just. I'm being speaking of which. Is what I'm here's, doing. Here's two more. Hey, oh, Calmer, yes. Calmer. This this is my dark horse match right here. This is the one that's going to sneak you, up on people. How can that be your dark horse match? That don't even make any sense, knowing damn well that we have this scramble match that features uh, the Dark Horse himself. Well, that's a little on the nose, and he just because he is the Dark Horse now doesn't mean he gets that title. Do we not have that graphic? Are we missing commonly a used expression? It should be in there. Ooh. It's not in there, sir. Hold on. We're both fired, Mike. You're oh, doing the show on your own. I mean, <laughs> oh God. So I tried that once. It was not fun. (laughs) So, you know, we uh, Matthew Palmer as the monster hunter has been killed like five times. Um, And and he had it. And here's Ace Austin who wins a scramble and Palmer loses it. Palmer, a former two time revolver world champion. The first. The forever. And the first. And he came out of the pandemic and he was the monster. hunter, And and like had potions and like kills Alex Shelley in the middle of the ring. and that was I mean, that and was awesome. Now, and Did you just kill Alex Shelley? And now he snaps. That was a good Sammy. Uh, and then <laughs> he snaps on Ace this last show. So yeah, you know now they're gonna go. Ace is somebody. I always say this about like Ace and a Trey Miguel. Like every time you see them, they're better. 
Yes. Every time. And so here's here's Ace who keeps climbing. You know what? I don't care if people love Matthew Palmer or hate Matthew Palmer. I've always hated Matthew Palmer. And so I hope Ace wipes the mat with with Matthew Palmer. I'm just Whoa. Look, Ace's poetry as it's written, but but Palmer is the poet himself. You know what I mean? So uh, I, 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 while, uh, while Ace has the beauty and the grace in his style, I don't know if he can handle this different Palmer. This different Palmer is different than the monster hunter. I think we've got a, a whole different, uh, a whole different gimmick ahead of us. Not that we use the word gimmick in that way, but a whole, a whole different spiel will be coming out of a calmer Palmer. Let's put we'll see. Way. We'll see. And then we also have the scramble match, which we briefly showed. I got to give it up to my boys and Alpha Sigma Sigma. I love those guys. I love Pledge. I love KC. I love Brent. I saw those guys win tag team titles in a whole different company. And it was one of the greatest independent wrestling moments of all time. So I'd love to see these guys win. And that furthermore has a question for me. And you know, you being the executive vice president, you could probably answer this. Do all three of them. So are they, do they count as one? So if, if, if everyone gets out, but those three, do they win as a group? I mean, look what we've been doing with like SGC and the rascals and with red, you know, Hey, it's free bird rules. Yeah, come and play. <laughs> come and play. Okay. So if it's just those three at the end, they win. All right. Okay. So I'd have to roll with my boy Chambers on that we got, one. We got or Josh we make, pulling pulling for Brent, but I, I got to go with Chambers. You Big know what? Or Brent. we make it like Hunger Game rules. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anybody who wants to win, you know, get there if you're friends. Great. And then at the end, <laughs> only one of you can win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one Islander. I think it might be so, Chambers. I think, I think Rig's correct. I'm also interested to see if that. So obviously that scramble match is announced with all those entrants. Do we do we see any surprise entrants? God, I hope so. Scramble match. I feel like surprises need to be about every every, every single wrestling show should have at least one surprise entrant for something, and that, that that's just me being a a, a a fan of surprises. I don't know. <laughs> Could that's we? Surprise. Oh. Could we? I <laughs> the, the last time, the last time, like, well, that that was last time we had a but, little rumble, uh, bro. I shit my pants on that, dude. I, dude, he did. It was I, awful. I need to, I need to find that video again because the the camera the angle of him coming out of the entrance, again. you can see Cephas in the background. Just it's right here. My thoughts exactly. Your final entrance. This is Shark Boy. <laughs> See me off of this. I, 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 the <laughs> he was so excited, bro. Uh, I it's like Eric when Eddie Kingston's music hits. Oh, <laughs> dude, just eight year old. I love my boy, pure Eddie. boy joy. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, man. Yes. So hopefully we get a surprise or two this Ooh, weekend. This, if this would be this would be a fun surprise. Yeah, Please. Eric Fallen. Eric Fallen. I love Eric Fallen. He's a guest of the show. I'd love to see him be in that scramble. That'd be an interesting childhood TNA fan. Popped hard AF for Shark Boy. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I am cool also an adulthood too. TNA fan. If you don't have TNA Plus, by the way, this ain't a fucking plug for TNA Plus, but it is. That shit is awesome, man. You can watch uh, Impact the very next day, just like a Hulu. You know what I mean? You don't have to wait four weeks like you do for you know Peacock for Raw. It's got all the old stuff on it. It's pretty easy. It's just like a WWE network for TNA. If you're a fan, 
get it, dude. It is worth every yeah. penny. Built by yeah. the people who built the original WWE Network. Was it really? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, then that makes sense why it's so good. It's fun. I like it. And you can watch a bunch of your Revolver favorites on it. So there's yeah. another reason to go get it. God, dude, I mean, that's that's what it's like to watch TNA for me now because I've seen so many of these people at Revolver. I'm like, oh, it's Revolver Light. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, that's, me, that's what made me watch TNA, though, was because of watching Ring of Honor. And a lot of the guys from Ring of Honor went to TNA, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and yeah. guys I'd seen there. But Yeah, it's cool, man. I like seeing it. I like seeing, you know, like, for, for example, Trey Miguel was in that scramble with uh, uh, – jake something you know what i mean and he's just one of the people that pops into mind not to mention the fact that uh havoc and and rosemary just came back and 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 dk took the tag team titles away uh out of nowhere i didn't even think we were gonna get to see them at all let alone the titles be defended and they lost it so (laughs) i think that's interesting you know what i mean that's that's four people right there that we've seen in revolver as well it's cool man i like seeing it like that it's neat it's like we're uh it's like we're hipsters and we tried earl gray tea before everybody else did and now everyone else is like oh let's get to that i mean i didn't watch star trek the next generation as a kid gee i had a stanley cup for everybody was killing themselves for him so yeah so we got two matches left to go over here one of them right here, first off, we'll, we'll say the main event for the main event, but this one right here. I got one one word for you out of this. I guess it's more than one word, but I'm hashtagging it as well. One hashtag. Jakey Two Belts. And just throwing this out there, I can't believe that you guys as a company allow yourselves to have someone on your roster that eats cat shit. When there's vid- visual proof... That this guy eats cat shit, and you guys just have oh, him on your oh. show. That's not okay. Disgusting. Um, even the poor cat's disgusted. You, you, uh, <laughs> I can't even like figure a way to like. <laughs> you know, everybody has their dietary decisions. <laughs> but you know, let's face it. Alex Shelley's a piece of shit. Like the fact <laughs> that he. <laughs> He, he is what he eats. He, he, may, <laughs> he may be the Revolver Remix champion, but he's also the Prestige World Champion. Like, and he's led the whole Prestige charge against Revolver. And how's that going for you, bud? Yeah. So, like, there's no discounting the, the actual wrestling ability of Alex Shelley, like one of the best, if not the best technical wrestler in the world. But that doesn't mean he can't be a piece of shit. Um, yeah. And, like, Jake... Jake's in the best physical condition of his life. Jake is the fire starter who has carried the Revolver Championship from coast to coast, not just at Revolver events, and has defended it against everybody. What like, is the longest run? At, yeah, that's just it. Like, he has held it. I, I'm trying to think, has he held it the actual longest other than, of course, when we stopped because of the pandemic? Like, I think he actually might have. He, well, he's definitely, I will say, he's, held, he's uh, defended against the most people. Yeah, both in and out of revolver. Like, yeah, in many respects, you can't stop a Jake Christ. You can, man. At the same time, and Alex Shelley has will pull out all of the stops because you've seen him be despicable. You've seen him do things underhanded, and he can also tap anybody out. So it's sort of like this. This is going to be quite contentious. There's going to be a lot of animosity behind it. 
towards both people from both people. So like I'm this the crowd might boo out Shelly out of the building. I say I fear for Shelly if if Shelly finds a way to snake his way and screw Jake, I fear for his personal safety and dating. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Chris also, I have to out the next door, like with a car ready and revved up to go. Yeah. I have to pull up. Uh, this is a very interesting piece of trivia. Every current champion in TNA has made an appearance at Revolver at least once. That's saying something. Wow, that's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. That's pretty neat. I mean, you you that's said a statement. Pretty neat. You, you said a statement that I can I can't say out loud about you know, Revolver in, in, Impact TNA, like. We we book that talent really well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Heard USA is looking for a uh, new wrestling show on Monday nights. <laughs> they need a new one now. Just saying. Come I'm like my brain literally went. Do I know anybody at Universal? <laughs> <laughs> I have connections, so like, hey. Like you're the president. Brain, I would expect nothing less. My brain is like I used to know this guy that worked for the director of development for Disney, and like he made the 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 game that used to have with Disney had little figures, and like you could play it on the video game. He actually like designed that game. Um, what was that called? Uh, um, but like, so my brain is like I know he left, and I'm like, where is he at now? Is he at Universal? Yeah. Can I like talk to him? I can't remember the name of that damn Disney game. Right, that right. was awesome. Those characters were sweet. Yeah, I think yeah. Mikey still has all those. Something like Disney Universe or some shit like Something, that. Something, yeah. yeah. Anyway, one final, final match one here. Final now, this match. one here, bud. Before we bring this one up, you know who I really feel for out of this whole card? The guy who's got to figure out the order of these fucking matches. <laughs> Every one of these can be a fucking main event. You're, so, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. This is... Ooh. But the one that absolutely is the main event absolutely has to be Mox versus Gringo because it's yeah. the name of the fucking show. And we've already talked about this a little bit, man. But, you know, you know both of these guys personally. Uh, who comes out, man? Who do you see coming out on top with this? See, like, this might be trite, but, like, I, it, it, to me, it's Mox. Mox is violence to me like he is he is unstoppable when he is it's so weird because it's like when you see a focused moxley how dangerous he can be and when you see an unfocused moxley how dangerous he can be like <laughs> to me it's mox but but that doesn't mean gringo is gonna back down like gringo, like yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be brutal like you are gonna see absolute viciousness between these two I can't I love me some wait. John Moxley, but I think I think Gringo's got the momentum, and I think Gringo's uh, I think Gringo's going to shock the world. Yeah, I mean, as far for lack of a better term, you know, this is the biggest match in his career right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's I feel like he's going to treat it that way. I already feel like every match that I see Gringo wrestle is one of the greatest in his career, and he you talk about getting better every time. He's one of those as well. He's got mm-hmm. a uh, he's almost like a savant with with doing fucking cool shit. It, mm-hmm. it's, hard, it's hard to special describe. talent doing cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> Some it, people can count about matchsticks. He can do flips. We've been looking forward to this for months now. 
and it feels like it's been even longer, you know, and probably yeah. because we've been waiting for this match. We've been there yeah, for the whole story. August, you know, right. and that's made it that much better. So, like, my anticipation this whole week is just like, is it Thursday yet? Like, come on. Bro, oh, I can't, like, like I said, I mean, it, it, there's, there's obviously been hints, and I've talked about them, the fact that I make a bunch of signs. Clearly, it's that particular match that I have to make all these signs for, so... Before we're done, you're going to be showing everybody. Just I'm give not, the whole thing. You're like my wife with 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 presents. She can't listen. If her. someone's listening right Can now, I just tell you deserve, what I got you. They deserve to know that there's just going to be a really cool group of signs for that match. So that's, that's I'm excited. I'm be, excited. Yeah, it's going to be one hell of a visual. That's for sure. Um, I, be, because I'm so involved in like the working of revolver like us the logistics of it putting on an event that there's times i'm like i don't feel it because because i'm like there like you know i'm seeing it all i know what happens like you know this i'm feeling like I, and i've never i've not been like this for a revolver event in a long time like oh my god every match is is yeah. a main event match at any other company i could i yes. would walk into like yeah. i'm like uh like already and build a whole show what a way to kick off the year the man. masha yeah. match the whole the masha match masha versus jake that right there is an attraction you could be you could book a whole bunch of people who ain't never wrestled no cards at all but if you put that match on there it would sell 150 200 tickets like that you know what i mean like that's i i don't know man this whole show is stacked 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 yeah. i agree Stacks i totally agree. cannot wait Cannot wait. And you know, I we are pumped for it. Go ahead. I might have some plans. There might oh, be yeah. Some, there might be some other things. Like you talked about, like there's Six. always a surprise. Oh, thank God. Damn you. Yes. We're excited. We're really excited. Really, really yeah. excited. Also, Josh, <laughs> I will I will tape the sign to your effing chest if I have to. So, uh, so you're gonna hold the fucking sign for we're making a staple gun. Whether you agree or not. <laughs> Deathmatch dads. When I said there was going to be a surprise, Big Ray looked like almost mad I wasn't going to say what it was. <laughs> he was like, "No, I <laughs> like, I like, I like surprises." I'm. I do uh, too. That's one of my favorite things. Is you know, I like well, good you know, surprises. Yeah, we, I don't like. Oh, your Duke bill is eight hundred bucks this year. Yeah, morning. I don't know. Those aren't <laughs> right. fun. Surprise! But I, I love, I love a good wrestling surprise. Just throwing this out there, if in the event ever happens in which uh, Revolver books Danhausen, if you want to capture the best reaction possible uh, for your crowd, put the camera on me. Because I'm going yeah. to, I might literally pull down my pants and shit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Just from the well, experiment. It's a good run, boys. <laughs> so you're telling me not to ever make sure we have Danhausen. <laughs> okay, cool. No, nah, man, I would, I, that's, that's, I mean, I've met him like three or four times at this point, but at the same time, that's three times. But either, either way, either way uh, I would I would love to do it again. So, <laughs> and dude, Danhausen at a revolver show just makes sense. Yeah, like I mean, if it ever I mean, does happen, that that'd be a lot of fun. Well, you know, we did in Dayton before. Was it Donovan Danhausen though? No. It really? was Dan. It was Danhausen. It was that old Dan. Ah, Dan that was AD though, or I'm sorry, that was BD before Dad's. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Man. You, didn't even, you didn't even fucking tell us, Phil. <laughs> what the fuck? 
I told everybody because I did the <laughs> press, and then we had media coverage. We were on Inside Dayton. I live in Cincinnati. Well, we don't get Inside Dayton. <laughs> Shame. We're just outside of it. Public access. <laughs> it wasn't public access. It's like their NBC Good Morning show or something. Right. Oh, shit. Well, oh, I'll shit. tell you boys what. I cannot effing wait for Thursday. Like, yep. I, I tell myself, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get up there at like 3.30. Like, I want to get up there at noon and just sit outside. Like, because I have nothing <laughs> else going on that day. Like, I revolver air. I'll help put up the ring. I don't give a shit. Like, I just, I want to be a part of that whole day. And I cannot, I cannot wait. It's going to be an awesome time. I I'm, I can't wait for everybody to be there. Everybody watch it. If you can't be there, you're going to watch it on Triller TV, Fight TV. Yeah. It's just going to, it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger. Yes, sir. You guys got any dad advice before we get out of here? Oh, dare you so much. <laughs> okay, so dare you. Sorry. It's bigger than the city. <laughs> Ohio, well, that side of Ohio is flat. Like, the signal goes to Indiana. If you'd only known, I, I, I can't tell you how many times we just kick ourselves in the tail for like they were there this whole time and we took yeah. this long. You know, I mean, it's. Yeah. That's why we try to tell everyone about it. Like, I try to tell my friends. Cause I got a lot of friends that know me as the wrestling guy, you know what I mean? And they're like, Oh, it's just WWE. No, it's not like a fucking WWE show, man. If you haven't been to a fucking indie show and you're anywhere near a revolver show, go check it out. It's not like what you see on TV. It's a whole different level. You know what I mean? You, you can and- catch the sweat from a fucking clothesline. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's it, there's something about being that close. You want people to come, right? <laughs> Dude, uh, Jake, some people might Jake do Chris, that. Jake Christ has <laughs> bled on us multiple times. Yes. So the yeah. what's Piper? T- uh, what's a uh, uh, Teal Piper's boyfriend's name? Damos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Damos sweated yeah. on everything. I've, ne- I've never seen anyone sweat like that guy. It was that he about drowned us. It literally was pouring out of him like a fucking faucet. <laughs> where I couldn't it, it was like the Jordan Peele meme. It's literally even, <laughs> even within the world of independent wrestling, there are sort of tears and like revolver is absolutely up there. Like this yeah. is yep. not, if you've been to an independent show, like oh, I saw farmer Joe versus that the kid, like, no, this is not that kind of independent wrestling. Like yeah. we are a different kind of animal. We have made sure that the production is top notch. You watch our clips on on all of our social media. You That's need right to there. see the work that is done and experience a different kind of wrestling, like you have never yeah. experienced independent wrestling before. That guy behind the Waller, line, cool. indie company run with the effort of a TV company and TV level talent. Mm-hmm. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, we say it all the time. We- Revolver is ROH ECW reincarnated. Yeah, it's the quality level of ROH with the the brilliance of ECW. It's yep. cra- it's it's crazy. It's its own separate entity, though. That yep. that means a lot. We, you know, in the back of back of my head, like that's you know, I want to work towards that. I will never say that because it's sort of like I don't want to put that like that's yeah. the like because I also think we have a different gear we can go. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That yeah, is absolutely. us. That just makes us us. Yeah. I've worked for companies. I'm I'm on the East Coast. I've worked for companies that are like, we're gonna be the next blah, 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 blah. and like no, no don't no be your own like, thing, man. You yeah, can yeah, pay you homage know. to the old ones, but be at the end of the day, you gotta be your own thing. Yeah, it's like a nickname. You can't really fucking choose your own nickname, you know right. what I mean? I like, agree. So for you to be like, Oh, we're the best, that doesn't when other people say it, that makes more 
uh, makes more cachet, if you, if you ask me. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah, yeah we we're at hour you, seven. Good yeah, Lord. Yeah, we better let you, you boys get anything else before we get out of here. Make sure you check out Pile Driver Podcast directly after this because our boy Phil is going to be over there. We're making him wait. So sorry, Pile yeah. Driver guys. We love yeah. you guys. Yeah, sorry, fellas. Thank you guys for having me. I mean, this was this was awesome. It's always awesome to talk to you guys. And I ended up seeing Sammy or the new Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one's who's who? I was about to say, like, which one? Is... <laughs> which one's Sammy Vince has to be Vince just because how everybody imitates him is how everybody yeah. imitates Vince. <laughs> I wonder if anybody has. Does anybody have a good Paul Heyman imitation? I'm Sammy Callahan. <laughs> pretty good. Okay, too. <laughs> Why, why did I Richard Nixon in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will rue the day. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Shit. Sammy's never coming on now. <laughs> it's just forever. All right. Well, Phil, we can't wait to see you on Thursday, buddy. Um uh, and the rest of you guys. I want, I want Sammy to be now. <laughs> I want I want to now have a, a blind Sammy test. Like let's say there's four people behind like a wall, you can't see which one is Sammy, and you have to figure out by voice which one is Sammy. Yes. <laughs> and if you get it right, he comes on the show. Well, and, hey. and we all have and we all We're have in. to dress like him too. We all have to wear a satchel and shorts and flip-flops and yeah. have the biggest dip ever in the history of dip in our one mouth. whole can. <laughs> I'm just gonna use I'm gonna use mouth gauze. I can't do it. Packing <laughs> <laughs> for a root this canal. Is this is our <laughs> <family. laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't no, I can't wait, dude. Because you know what? Next week we're probably gonna have a Sammy cameo on the show when we do revolver rewind with Tussle. Because he's probably still going to be at Sammy and Jess's house, and that's usually hilarious. Because Sammy's in the background going, "God damn it, what aren't you guys talking about this?" You know, <laughs> don't be on the show. Um, the, so the people who watch the Alex Cologne Jessica Havoc podcast, yeah, like that. That's that is Sammy. Like that's not yeah. like Sammy, like yes. a character of part of the pod. That's Sammy no, that's just, and how he that's is. Just Sammy. Yeah. You notice it's the Alex Cologne and Jessica Havoc podcast, not the Sammy pod. And Sammy is there as an active participant. <laughs> I don't want to be a producer. He's, yeah, he's just in the background. <laughs> Why aren't you talking about it? God damn it. Um, <laughs> all right, we're waiting and making these guys wait like <laughs> all right. crazy. All, all right, right as always, we've Thank been the DWO podcast. I'm Big Rig Eric Maffey. He is Mr. Magnificent Mike Martin. He is wrestling t-shirt guy Cephas, and he is the president of wrestling, the head of the unit. Uh trusted sensitive. The sensitive head of the unit? Question mark. <laughs> sensitive head. What are we talking about? We are all one unit. That's right, baby. Uh Phil Stamper, sir. Thank you again so much for coming on. Can't wait to see you Thursday. Hope we see all you guys on Thursday. If not, uh, trailer TV. Trailer TV, baby. It's going to be awesome. Um, as always, check us out on all the socials at DWO underscore podcast, Facebook at the DWO podcast, TikTok at DWO underscore pod. Get that dad merch at Pro Wrestling Tees and T Public. And uh, yeah, watch Wrestling Revolver or be there or you're a big dumb dingus. So you don't want to be a bad here first. Until next time, top dads.
Out.